0: Hey, After Buzzers! If you didn't know, it's Kevin Undergar, the executive producer of AfterBuzz, along with my partner, Maria Menunos. Hi, everybody. And Maria and I, as you know, have put so much time and money into mm-hmm. the AfterBuzz TV product and really haven't seen a lot in return. Nope. Not yet. <laughs> but one of the ways you guys can actually help us is by tuning into our new reality show, Chasing Maria Menunos. It premieres Tuesday, March 18th, 10 o'clock, 9 p.m. Central, and features me and Maria basically bickering, fighting.
1: No. No? No, it's not just bickering and fighting. You get an inside look into my life, behind the scenes.
0: You'll also get a behind-the-scenes look at AfterBuzz. It's
1: really funny. It's not just bickering, and it's not fake either. So that's actually something to oh, think about. no, no, no. To it's think definitely about. not
0: fake. It's definitely not fake. But please, tune in to Chasing Maria Menounos on Oxygen, Tuesday, March 18th at 10 p.m. All of your support will help AfterBuzz because... Maria certainly won't. (laughs) Uh,
2: So rude.
0: You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the
3: web. And your number one source for after-show entertainment.
4: Very good,
0: Gene Johnson. AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV.
3: Wait for it. Hey, AfterBuzzers! How's it going? What's up? Welcome to Black Sales, episode V.I.I. or seven or V.I.I. I
4: gave it an extra I in my. You head gave my it back. an
3: extra I. We're on episode seven of AfterBuzz Black Sales. Here to recap today, I'm your host Ryan Hooks.
4: And guys, I'm Roy. It's a Harry.
3: I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you pause really long. I pause to listen to the music.
4: That's awkward.
3: I had to move Roya to the other side of the table today because she was whining last week.
4: I was not whining. You well, were reading my notes, okay? I was, I was not l- reading her l-
3: notes. L- she she wasn't whining. It's cool. It's fine.
4: Thank you. To my Thank left you.
3: today, joining the panel, Mr. Montes Rose. Hey, what's going on? To my left, left, Mr. Lem Gonzalez. What up?
4: I'm by Roya. Hi. Hey.
3: No, far, <laughs> far, far left.
4: Roya to Harry. Hey. I'm gonna cut you off every time you're about to introduce someone. Hey, Miss Roya. <laughs> to Harry. Uh, and uh- in the
3: booth, dropping that beat. Roya Roy to
4: Harry. Right, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Harry. Steven's in the booth today. We got Roya out on the table again tonight.
4: That sounds really... In tr- anyways. You're guys. not in
3: trouble again, but you are to the other side of the table.
4: That's fine, because I feel like we're going to have disagreements in this episode, so it's I probably think we're safe gonna, for you so to be over there. let's
3: talk about this week's episode. I feel like we're going to be mediators today. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> that's You're in the middle so we don't fight each other. Get right, right. All back. Vain, vain style. Right. Absolutely. Hey, so what did you guys think of this week? Hmm. Roya, what did you think? I liked it. Better than other <laughs> weeks or less no, than No, I'm just.
4: Weeks? I have one word to still say.
3: Give me one word. Go.
4: Billy. Wah, wah. Still, but.
3: So, no Billy Bones this week, but lots of talk of Billy Bones this week, which is nice. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's
4: no Billy Bones. It's not the same. It's no yeah. arms. Those, yeah. We I mean, I did get a different body part instead. So. Body you got two <laughs> different, you got two, two flashes yeah, of. But one was better with Vayne. The other one was kind of disappointing. Uh, Anyways, whole, I just thought The whole perverted. situation
3: sounded disappointed to everyone involved, I think.
4: For you guys too?
3: Not for me, for Max. Or not for Max, for Ann Bonnie.
4: Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it
3: was mm-hmm. disappointing for everybody this week. We'll just make oh, innuendos and yeah. we won't say what's going on yeah. for real. Lem, what did you think this week?
2: Um, I I liked it. Um I think that um I wish you know we could have seen Billy Bones actually instead of just you know the talk about him and and you know the body parts as we said, but um, I like the way the direction is going. You can tell that it is gearing up it's for building there's a climax you know, coming as you know <laughs> exactly uh yeah, i'm just going to leave it at that
1: done, Mons. <laughs> This episode, yeah. everything is really the cat's out of the bag in this episode. I yeah. feel the it, cat. You say the cat. Yeah, it's the cat. Oh, Yeah, cat. Betsy okay. is really out of the bag. I mean, everyone's really spilling their guts, spilling their beans mm-hmm. of what's going on. For as you know, the preview showed. Um, pretty much showdowns in all directions, all fronts. <laughs> Everyone um, seems
3: to know what's happening and starting to get all the, the pieces put together for the big picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Raya, back to you again. What did you think?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot. I wanted to mention the camera angles in the entire episode were amazing. They all had, it was in your face, it was there. Some of them had low angles, high angles, mm. and then also costume. Was I noticed a lot in this episode. Really? Yes. Or
1: lack thereof for certain characters. Well, they they really had a lot Mm -hmm. of sunspots. There was always sunspots. Like when the episode opened up, you know, you saw the sun coming in, the rays of light coming in, and it ended pretty much before we saw Vane, it ended with the sunspots. A lot of sun, this ray of light, like hope maybe in the horizon.
4: And only when like it was a good guy, well, good guy that was talking, you would see the rays. Mm. Uh, But also the costumes were the colors. You didn't see Eleanor in red before now she's in a red and you know red is the symbolism for a different color. i didn't research what it was but <laughs> i didn't have a chance to um it means something and then max is in blue yeah and then we see gates in kind of a yellowy coat uh-huh. we usually just see him in his white you know color a white t-shirt yeah right? exactly and uh, dirty whatever yeah, dirty color that shirt. could be and then uh who else was wearing um well and then mr uh, scott was wearing different colored pants Kind of half white, half red pants. So Which is a big
3: contrast from last week, I think, because as uh, TJ said when he was in here, all the, the the things last week were at nighttime. The entire episode mm-hmm. happened episode at night. There, there was right. no day shot. So everything was really staged. Where well, I think this week had a lot, you know, very fluid feel to it because of the fact that they had daylight and could use that natural lighting as they were filming different things.
2: Hence the sunspots. Yeah, hence the, the sunspots. Because then when
3: they're turning and rotating around actors in, in and exactly. motion and stuff, they're getting these sunspots.
4: What did so. you think?
3: You know, I liked it. I like where things are going. I like the buildup that we're getting. Um, I felt like I, there was this like something that was missing for me this week that just wasn't there. And Hard I really, really, sex? maybe that's what it was. It it's, wasn't wait, hardcore enough for me. We
1: we Stop. got a shot some lesbians. We did we did get that. Just a I pee, mean a I did like when
3: Max smacked a bitch.
4: So, yes,
3: I'm, I'm going to say that
1: I think so, the
4: term's ho, right? Uh, I
3: actually wrote on whore, actually, but this is a family show, isn't it? Stars. The family show? No, not right. at all. So it's cool. Before we get into too much more, I want to give a couple quick shout outs to all these fine folks folk in do. the world. Roy, yeah, Yeah, I want to shout out to Roy, <laughs> to Harry on the far, far, far left. Thank you. No, uh, first off, I want to give a shout out to Ryan Burns, guy I've been uh, talking with a lot on Twitter. Hey, he thanks, runs, Ryan. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. He runs the wiki page. So he's actually been, like, filling in some gaps for me on the things that I'm talking about that I that maybe right? don't know. You yeah, guys he's, are working like, together. He's dropping me some names. So, like, last week, the character that we referred to as Woman is actually Emmy. And she showed up again this week that was the slave girl mm-hmm. uh, that was involved with the escape plan. And uh, also gave us Al- Albinus's name uh, a couple weeks ago when we didn't know who he was. So he's been helping us, you know, in that aspect. So thanks to him. And also, uh, I got contacted this week by a guy by the name of Matt Stone. Matt Stone is a pirate historian who listens to our show. Really? Loves our love show. It. Loves black sails. So not. thanks for uh, reaching out to us because he dropped some history on me, which really helped put some perspective. So historically, uh, Horning Gold actually was a really high command in the New Providence area. It was kind of pinnacle in finding it. And I think that's a big reason he has so much respect because, you know, there's never really anything about his backstory and why he is who he is or anything like that. Because, you know, I mentioned him previously in the thought of maybe a Blackbeard appearance and that aspect. But I never thought about how he was so pinnacle in the development of New Providence, which, you know, explains why he's f- able to force Eleanor to lift the man on Vane and things like that. So shout outs to him. Uh, shout outs to Ryan. Thanks, guys, for reaching out to us and listening to the show.
2: Yeah, we always appreciate it.
3: ups. Big ups for that. So Pick I want to know right now: <laughs> Is Randall a genius?
4: I think he is the new, or he is the old version of John Silver. That's my take. I think it's John Silver in twenty years. So or this or is what John Randall. Silver is
3: going to become mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when he continues to survive.
4: If pirating was still going on, but when he got older, yeah, I think that that's he would become Randall. Just saying.
1: Manas, <laughs> is Randall a genius? He is. He is. I mean, you know, it, it adds. You know, at the at the beginning I thought it was just gonna be the Flint and Silver comedic duo, but now it's building up that the bond between Silver and Randall, yeah, they're they're pretty much doppelgangers. I I, I highly agree, just you know, you're right, just the age is different, but they're right up there. They're conniving SOBs together. So and that, I think they uh respect each other for that.
4: And they hmm. both have really bright blue eyes. So just Lem like- <laughs> is Randall
3: going to get killed? <laughs> oh you switch up the camera. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
2: yeah, was ready to answer you. I was like I got my answer oh, oh that's way too easy if I yeah, ask you the right, same question right exactly you.
0: Um,
2: is he gonna get killed Um I don't think so I don't think so he's I think play out his, um, his I, career. I think he's gonna play out his career and I think that um, you know going into next I think he's, he's definitely his character is building more and more I think over the um, episodes so I think that him getting killed would be you know a detriment to the show I'll just put it like that because I think he's becoming a pinnacle character
3: Yes, I think him getting killed would be a detriment. He did lose yeah. his leg, right. and I only rarely ever say this, if hardly ever. Roya, you were right.
4: Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I think my <laughs> headphones were down low. know. you can know.
3: watch well, it on playback to hear it again, because well, that's all you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your predictions from Acor- last week were... according No, according to last week, we were arguing about uh, the other guy getting squished by oh, the ship. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple people confirmed that... Uh, as Flint was helping Randall out from underneath the ship, even though he lost a leg, the other guy did get squished. Mm-hmm. And so squished, I like he that got that squished. Way. Yeah. So squished. I'm what
4: again? I'm sorry. Just one more time.
3: You're gonna be in the boot. <laughs> I'll put you all back. Well,
1: and anyway, I would still
4: be right. Just saying. But
1: also, your predictions from last week. Sh- you know, you said that we were going to see a lot of more Randall, and boom. It just,
4: did. it's Which, just. You know, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. So this episode <laughs> gave us
3: a lot of different things that we. Have sort of been developing over the past few weeks and I know that Lem will agree with me because Lem is a big fan of an ensemble cast. I am. So we got a a pretty big ensemble cast this week because you know we see a larger aspect from Dufresne
4: Mm
3: -hmm. uh, and him and DeGroote and Howell and their little plot together against the Randall situation you know and the the storyline with Silver and they keep calling him a thief and they're trying to figure out if Silver really knows the things that he knows and who they can believe Uh, we see that DeGroote our friend Harry Potter now has a
4: Red <laughs> tattoo. Right, he looks right. really good with haircut. With you a think haircut, think so. Yeah. He looks pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, his he's a little white in the chest because right. he hasn't had that open shirt thing like he had in the. He, do, he doesn't record, have but.
3: Billy's buys though.
1: He no, doesn't.
4: but it will come with the title, I believe.
3: Yeah, yeah quartermaster. Yeah, Defrain du, uh, is the new quartermaster,
4: mm-hmm.
3: voted on by the people after one pirate battle. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe
1: we all need to chomp on a guy's throat so we can all be <laughs> quartermaster. <laughs> right, you know,
3: that's right, how you really gain credibility in right, right, the I can right, think of world. no better way to become a pirate quartermaster than to rip somebody's throat out with my teeth. Vampire style. That, <laughs> is,
2: that is the way. It, it is in the rule book. It's I, right mean, in the rule book. I looked it up.
3: Did you? Good. I'm I glad did. because I would have written it in if it wasn't <laughs>
0: with this pen. Right, right. So
3: Yeah, so uh that's one of the major storylines that we get in this week Uh that silver – is basically trying to convince Randall to not tell on him. <laughs> Randall keeps calling him a thief. You're a thief. You're a thief. Right. You know, and all the other guys that know are debating on: Do they tell everyone else? Do they keep it a secret? What does this mean for the crew? What does this mean for the money? What does this mean for everything that they're working towards? Right. So, I, I liked how the story in this part was being told and was overlapping because they kept cutting back to Randall and Silver talking, and it was like the exact same things that the DeGru- Dufresne and how we're talking about mm-hmm. and it was like I bet they're saying the same things at the mm-hmm. same time and they're trying to figure out what to do mm-hmm. so they opt to give him a test which is a little bit biased but
2: what do you think about that test
3: I mean I'm just he did make some good points where he's like I had three days to memorize this right. other map and you're giving me five minutes
4: right. if he was a thief if he was a thief he would have had time right yeah if, yeah. yeah. He never admits to being a thief until he <laughs> Which actually was tells. was really smart.
3: Yeah, he gives him that. Well, if I'm a thief, just remember, I had this much time. And he keeps, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he does finally admit to Randall that it happened. And he knows that uh, Dufresne knows because of his, you know, ties back to Gates and Flint and how he's been in the cabin with Billy as well. So he knows all that. And it's, and Dufresne keeps hoping that nobody puts together that he knows. Uh-huh. You know, and later we see that when he's talking to Gates, you know, what, oh, they, they don't know that I know and I'm not going to tell them. You know, I mean they might know but they don't know. So it was good. I like that. That they're they're changing some plot lines, changing some storylines, and Silver's so still trying to work his magic. Mm-hmm he is trying to work his magic
2: but i mean we said before that he he really is a smart guy and he's trying to play like he's not and you can see more and more that you know some of it's catching up to him but at the same token he's really playing out his character well you know as far as what he's trying to do and what he's trying to accomplish so i I thought it was good i just didn't understand like with the test like what they were really trying to gauge i was trying to figure that part out but i mean you guys kind of explained it and thank you so much for that
3: yeah i think that It worked out well because Randall's still in the crew, Mm -hmm. which we love. Right. You know, but Silver's got to watch him and babysit Mm -hmm. him now. And he also has to pay for him if he gets injured. And the ship is setting sail. So everyone's okay with everything. And I think people are, I think this is nice because it's building up to the lies. People are aware of the lies that are being told. So it's going to lead to more and more drama, especially leading up to next week's finale. Mm -hmm. Um, So because now more and more people are going to say, oh, that story is true when somebody steps up and, and tells it. Um, but they've all decided to kind of keep their mouth shut because this potential treasure is way greater than anything they could have ever imagined, and to jeopardize it this close seems foolish. After all they've been through.
0: Mm.
1: But now, is the crew actually going to get this treasure? Or is it all going to go to
3: Flint? Well, Flint did say that he was going to steal some of it for himself, so we'll see what happens with that. They got to get the treasure first. So, they do have to. so I mean, that's the thing. Is it's been a few days; they've been working on the ship and. Sailing out and about, so they need to figure out where to find it, and they need to find it, and then they need to take it, and then they need to get the treasure, and then they need to hide the treasure. So there's still a lot left to do. So I think we're in for an action-packed finale. You think
2: that all is going to happen in, in next episode? You know, I yeah. don't. I don't know if. I or can, you think they're going to leave? Well, I don't want to get in predictions, but you know, they're going to leave something for maybe later.
4: They're definitely going to leave something. Yeah, they have to. It's yeah. Not gonna, well, they're all
1: filming. We, they're filming season two right yeah, yeah, now. We, yeah. we, so. We've
3: guaranteed ten more episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, went up to ten. It was originally 10, usually when it was predicted, right? It wasn't 8? For was the eight. new
4: season or for this one?
3: No, th- I'm sorry. This season is 8 episodes. Right. Yes. Ends next week. It's episode 8. I heard when they renewed for the season, they were getting 10.
4: Oh, that's cool. I like two extra so, episodes. I'm happy so they're
3: getting at least 18, if not more. They didn't say officially, uh, but generally when you renew like that, it's at least 10, if not 13 to 20, depending on how much money they're willing to invest. Hmm. So, you know, I, 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 we're looking for at least 10 more episodes, which is awesome. We're super excited about. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited. I don't know if you guys are excited. So, uh, we oh, all yeah. have beards. We should all be excited. Yeah, this
2: is a bearded uh, pie. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, when we <laughs> told you you could grow yours, we said we, you'd be fine with that.
4: Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so,
3: Awkward. So, you know, <laughs> ex- excitement for the season. So next week uh, is a very good potential that we are going to have Mark Ryan back again, joining us on the panel, Gates. It is a very good possibility that we will also have a few other people calling in.
4: Oh, I was going to say, don't tell him yet. Oh, that's, a,
3: that's all I said. That's all I said. I just said we might have a few extra guests calling in who may or may not be involved in the show and who may or may not be actors and it's actresses in the show. <laughs> I'm just saying that's something to look forward to for next week's show. So make sure you come back and check us out. But until then, one thing you can do is you can go on iTunes. You can. You nice. can go on iTunes and you can check us out and you can rate our show. Please. Giving that- us five stars is like the coolest thing you can do. Does that cost money, right? You know what, Lem? It does not. What? Going on iTunes is 100% absolutely free downloading over 70 plus shows from afterbuzz tv absolutely free. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go on today, you can give us 5 stars. 5 These free 5 stars can help a host in need. Can help us reach our dreams. Please. And it can help you doing something great for everyone involved. Yes. So go on to iTunes. Please leave us a comment, please. Leave all. us five star rating you can also go on our youtube channel because roy and i check it like eight times a week yes. or a day
4: and we even comment back and forth to
3: each other <laughs> we comment to each other so we need more people i also would like to know if someone would pr- pick a shirt color for me next week i'm running out of options but itunes
4: yes
3: that's all we need from you five stars oh, thank dude. you No, seriously, though. Thank you for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Uh, We love having you. We love talking to you. Keep sending us your input because it really gives us stuff to talk about. And we're doing the show because we love it. And we love that you love it. So we're in. Now let's talk about smacking a whore. Yes. Moving right along. Oh, gosh. Calico Jack apparently has some problems this week. Yeah. He cannot (laughs) maintain a whorehouse.
4: And something else. He can't keep it up.
3: (laughs) Maintenance is his key that he cannot handle or maintain.
4: By the way, did you guys notice the relationship between Bonnie and Jack when they're sitting in the bed and how he's the one tied up, yeah. completely naked and she's just taking ownership of it? Oh, well, well he's com-
1: yeah, he's comfortable with it. I mean, even Bonnie at one point says, oh, do you want me to stick something in you? Know, you know, he's comfortable <laughs> with some S&M, some pretty uh, 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 yeah, stuff. Yeah,
4: but it just, it seems like more she was the one with the pants than he wasn't in the relationship, if there's a relationship. Well, he
3: might Is
2: there a relationship?
3: No, I, I feel is, like he, no. at first, with, uh, the haircut and the glasses and yeah. the beard is borderline, you know, anyway. AC, do you see now,
4: it? there was a YouTube comment that mentioned that they did have a relationship, uh, like historically, I guess, uh, yeah. but... They got... Uh, Ann Bonnie got pregnant because she was going to be hung, and so I guess they can't hang people if they're pregnant, which I didn't know. So, thank you. Hmm. I don't remember your YouTube name, but you know who you are. You know.
1: <laughs> My question is, though, how can you not be excited with Anne Bonnie on top of you is just...
4: Well, is, <sighs> so she's not facing. Does that have an effect? No No. no. Oh. no. <laughs> With a t shirt on, doesn't have an effect?
3: No. No. Oh. no. Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely okay. not. And Bonnie, you can come tie me up. Anytime. Please. Please.
2: Anytime. With a freaking tracksuit suit, you'd be
1: good to go.
3: Uh, wear a track Wait, suit. Okay. Wait, but she was not wearing the hat though. She was not. Maybe right. it was Which is awesome. I love that they've kind of like elaborated her character because she's mm-hmm. getting more and more dialogue each and mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. Um and then we're seeing her more in a domineering. Position. I mean, she's always a very commanding character, even sure. when she was silent. But sure, she's like yeah. now showing it verbally and in her actions. I mean, she doesn't need the hat anymore. You know, now that the crew is gone, she doesn't have to like pretend. But she's still this this character and this force, and and I love that. I think um, you. Th- I know you're saying domineering, but to me, she seems a little softer without the hat. I mean, and that's what I mean. Like she's yeah. still her character itself has this presence regardless of the hat or not. And right. with the hat, she has this feminine quality right. that you know, that we haven't seen in her, but yet we still kind of like are afraid. Do we fear her? Do we love right. her? Do we, I mean, what do we want to do with her? We just, right. there's so much that's going on. That <laughs> we want her to tie us up, right? Come on. I mean, down
4: boys point. down.
3: <laughs> Only if there's a whip. Involved. <laughs> so yeah, so we've got these issues though with the whorehouse. Right. And uh Jack's ability to maintain the house is really, it's falling apart. and, we get some different shots of the different horse talking about how they're scamming off the top and they're even talking to max and they're like, you know, get in while you can still get in. And you know, this is, this is the thing you need to do. You need to steal this. We even have a, a pretty funny reference to uh captain Henry Avery. And she's like, Dis, you know, don't be Henry Avery because he's famous for having only one successful big score. So this is like the, the whores have the big score. Like this is what they've been waiting for. Uh-huh. And so they're, they're finding ways to scrape off the top. So Max steps in after being told off by one of the girls and sets her in her place, slaps her in the face.
4: Mm-hmm. But again, her outfit, did you notice Max was wearing blue? That nice,
3: did, beautiful blue outfit. Did you
4: yeah. guys, I was probably going to really take it out of context, but did you see a um, Belle from Beauty and the Beast look like type thing? No. Really? really? I know. That's I got that vibe with, with the cartoon version. That's what I saw when What's she this? walked in. <laughs> He's going to start singing. But anyways, no, I'm just, I'm just saying I'm going to throw that out there so if anyone on YouTube Notice it, let me know. So
3: who else thought then, in this scene, after she slaps this girl and the girl apologizes and swears that she'll never do it again, did you think that Jack was going to offer her a
4: job? She already works for him.
3: I'm sorry. Did you think that Jack was going to offer her a promotion? No. I didn't think so either. Because I felt like this could be the, the start of a new relationship where now Max is looking for more. She becomes a little bit more in charge and she's not sleeping with people, but she's controlling all the other horrors by they, putting him in their place.
4: They've already had a working relationship in a way because when she first came to him with the map with the, the map to the, scar, or the, to the ship um, they already kind of knew each other in that sense. Right. So I don't think this built up anything. I
3: mean there's a, there's a trust already and there's a relationship already but I'm thinking more in the aspect of hey listen Max I'm sorry we got you gang raped for three episodes to apologize I'm going to offer you a promotion where you're mm-hmm. getting paid more money and you are not having to sleep with people.
4: I mean, I hear what you're saying. Sorry, guys. I hear what you're saying. But at the same time, um, he also was involved in the whole getting the game, gang- the, his crew killed. He was a part of that. Right. So he's still pissed off with Ann Bonnie for doing that, and I feel Max might know that.
1: Max, though, knows the inner workings of this whorehouse, which Jack does not. Right. I mean, Jack can continue to be double-crossed and deceived. You know, Max is really his main liaison in this whole operation that he's running, you know, or that has pretty much fallen into his lap from what Vane did a while ago.
2: And I don't see him having a heart, like you said about you know offering up promotion. I don't see him doing that because I don't think that's in him to do. I that's, mean, based that's on
3: not Jack's thing,
2: I don't think so.
4: Did you think he, that's what he was going to do? I, I felt like there sorry. Was, I feel like no. we just told him we're like no. no. It's fine if you didn't feel
3: it like. like we I don't agree like, with you ever. I feel like he's in a position where he like. Is, he's got a lot going on. He's got a lot on his mind. He's worried about things that are going to happen. He's even got a failing whorehouse, which, you know, that's pretty much impossible. You can't mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. even ooh, that. Even Ann Bonnie brings that up. Even mm-hmm. Ann Bonnie brings that up. And then she steps in and basically puts the whore in her place and is like, listen, you're lying. You know, and I feel like he could have been like, oh, I need somebody to help me with this. Because I can't do this by myself. I don't know what to do. You know,
1: I feel it's... All in his hair, you know, that mullet that he has. You know, he's he, like the, the, the business in front is it's, controlling right now. Bu- it should be there's the not- party. He should be concentrating on the party <laughs> in the back.
4: I love
3: that. That's
1: awesome. Uh, I don't think so. I, I'm going to
3: say no to that. Right. But yes to the mullet. But yes <laughs> to the mullet. And the sideburns. Right. I, I, that's all. I was just thinking that that, like, that would have been a cool thing to see. But that's okay. So we've got some other good plot points going on in this episode. Two major ones that we see. Number one is the Flint plot. Flint is still on his quest. And I think my favorite scene in this entire episode is when he and Gates are having a heart-to-heart. I don't know if anyone else got in on that, but, man, I tell you. Well, Gates really told him off. I mean, He did. Gates basically said, you're lying to these people, and it's bad. And this is, is, did you, he asked him if he killed Billy, which mm-hmm. he never answered. Right. So he's, he knows this stuff is going on. He's always known everything that's been going on. And he's always covered for Flint. And he's tired of covering for Flint. And, you know, he says, I'm not going to do it. And I'm leaving. I'm going to tell the men now. And he even calls him out on something that I've been saying since episode one about, are you trying to be king? Is that, is this what you're looking to do? Is that your goal? That you want to be a king and, you know, that kind of stuff. But he you know he says I'm going to take some of this money and I'm going to leave because he had previously had this talk with Miranda and you know he questioned Miranda about the letter that she wrote mm-hmm. and why she did it but it finds you know to Miranda it wasn't betrayal of flint it was showing you that there are other options that we have an escape from this island we do not have to stay here we can go and we can go to boston but flint doesn't want that he doesn't want to ask for forgiveness he wants forgiveness to be given to him and that just shows like the depth of his his power struggle, and you know he's not going to go out quietly, no, at all,
4: no, never has, no, or at least what we've seen in the season, he's never done that. Before. I do
3: not expect at all in this season, next season, if Flint goes out, it's going to be because Flint's killed, or Flint's going to keep doing what he's doing. Do you agree or disagree, Roya?
4: What was your question?
3: Will Flint either if Flint leaves the show, will he be killed? Or will he? You know, I'm just asking. Do you think? Uh, no, I know. I was do you just think he'll, a... he'll he'll peacefully go to Boston? Do you think he'll peacefully go to Boston?
4: No, with Miranda, he's gonna die first because he is so angry when he was talking to uh, Miranda about they took like she mentioned something about he would have wanted you to go. Who's this he that they asked that we were asking like the big capital letters that whatever happened between them to make him despise England, he's not gonna go back. And funny thing is, well, not funny, but history wise, like he doesn't want to go. Uh, Miranda thinks that there's going to be a, a war. Like you can't have a war to have a life. You can't do that. <laughs> when they get to Boston, a few years later, they might have an actual issue. <laughs> there,
3: there's a war of burden yeah. <laughs> in the land of Boston. Little right. does she know. <laughs> Which would be perfect place for Flint if he was there. And then this war, I mean, he'd be dead yeah. by then. But yeah. I don't, um, I don't think they'll make it to that war.
4: I think Flint's uh, greed is going to take the best of him.
3: I think so too, Lem.
2: Um, I'm agree with Roy. I think that he would have to be killed first. I mean, I can't just see him, like you said, based on what we've seen of him. He's just—he's not a punk, so he's going to go out swinging, basically. If he—if he leaves the show,
3: yes. he's not going to go peaceful. If, with if at he all. makes it through season two, right? So yes. So, I'm honest. do you think that of major character deaths, that Flint could be our next major character death? He,
1: I believe, will not. He—he um, he will not. He will go. We will see his fate probably sometime next season, but not for the season finale. He's gonna go out with a bang. He is a pirate. He's lives and breathes being a pirate. Yeah, mm-hmm. going to Boston or going anywhere else. He's really I mean really that's like, oh let's just go to the suburbs and have a normal life. No, he doesn't want that. He wants a- <laughs> suburbs. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> pirate <saying>. suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, right, you know right. <laughs> And yeah. Um I honestly feel though, actually Flint, you know, hey, he um he maybe, maybe not killed Billy. Who knows if he's going to do that with the Gates. I mean...
4: Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, because
1: I mean, it's that evil eye, and Flint was giving him it's, that evil uh, eye. Yeah. <laughs> really? yes. yeah. And, yeah. And I'm not talking I, about the eye in back of Gates, instead I'm talking Flint's <laughs> Staring death eyes. Yeah, his tone
4: completely changed once Gate mentioned that the fact that he went back and saw the dead bodies. They didn't have any weapons on them on mm-hmm. the ship.
3: Yeah, when he called him up about yeah. the Maria Lane, mm-hmm. and after he said, you know, I know what you did on that ship. I know you killed those people, so, and our people got killed because of it.
4: Did you notice the change in Flint's face when he oh, mentioned yeah, for that? Because sure. I asked you last week about uh, Billy and how he changed right before Billy went overboard, and you're like, no, I didn't see anything. And then with the smushing of the boat. There was a face there, too. So, Flint's got guy. this
3: evil side to him, basically. Yeah. So, if you see Flint's face change, run.
4: And they always <laughs> go in threes, so there's still a third one. Just Ooh, saying.
3: Look out, oh. Gates. You're yeah. back. You think he's got an eye in the back of his head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he can see what's you know, coming. He
1: can see what's coming. Well, TJ did mention, you know, like, that Gates, I believe it's next week, has a very long, he did say he has, like, a very long monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mark you know? said that, too, when he was in. Okay. Oh. So, the- so, who knows? I mean, maybe he's, Gates is going out with a bang, you know?
4: I don't know. Billy! Come
3: back. That's why I put you on the (laughs) side of the table, so I don't have to listen to you whine about Billy. Billy. Billy Bones. It's okay. So, Billy Bones is gone. Uh, We've got two ships now that are sailing off. We've got all kinds of things going on back in the island as well, because when Flint returns... He talks to Eleanor, and Eleanor tells him all the things that have happened over the last day that he was gone. The last day. <laughs> he's like, listen, uh, there was a riot. Uh, you know, we had a council. Uh, we lifted this ban. This happened. This happened. He goes, oh, well, I missed quite a day then, didn't he? So, And I love the part about um, when Gold is talking with Mr. Scott. And he was talking. He's like, I, I charge you with controlling her. And basically, he's like, there is no controlling her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Mr. Scott says, no, listen, you embarrassed her in front of people that she wants respect from. You forced her into the situation that you guys are in now. This is equally your fault. And he's calling out Hornigold on it because Eleanor's doing these things because she wants power. She wants to be seen and respected. And this is the only way she knows how to get it. You guys are giving me that evil stare, like I'm gonna get it. Oh, the Flint evil stare. (laughs) The Flint evil stare. I'm scared. That's why
4: you're on that side. That's why I'm over here. I'm
3: safe over here. Do you think that that Eleanor and Hornigold are gonna have it out in some way coming up?
4: No, I don't think they're gonna have an issue. You
3: think he's just gonna keep letting it go?
4: Yeah, he seems like a a pushover.
3: Well, I mean, he did take uh, Mr. Scott, which I think is is more detrimental to Eleanor. Than anything he could have said or done to her.
4: Did he take Scott, or did Scott go to him?
3: Both, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure that him offer he didn't offer the position just because he was trying to be generous and kind.
4: Right. I think he
2: was. But do you think it was, <laughs> it was it was it was a play on Eleanor though? Him asking him to come over
3: a little bit. I yeah. think he's playing on her weaker emotions. Right. You know, she has emotions for him, and it's there's very few people she has emotions for in attachment. She hates her father. Mm-hmm. She, right. She works with Flint even though she doesn't trust him and she knows she there's things he doesn't tell her. She admits it in this episode that there are things that he does not tell me that I don't know, but I'm working with him and I'm going to trust that we're in this together. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, we're talking about maybe something with Silver happening, but... He's sailing away, so that might not happen.
2: Well, you saw her reaction when he said that he was he was going. I mean, she was devastated,
3: right? And she was like threatening him, yeah. basically, because she thought she had power. And as soon as he said, "I'm actually leaving. I've got a- this position," right? Her emotions and feelings immediately changed yeah. to this sadness, and you know, so that I think that hurt her more than anything. Because in the scene too, right before then, she had basically purchased and or freed several of the slaves and offered them positions in her house, um, you know, so that she can. She's paying them, and she did it because Scott asked her to. Because they were together on the ship and, you know, helped him escape and helped the coup on Bryson.
4: And because he wants to bounce, chicken on wow with the one chick on the boat. Emmy? Emmy, yes. Yeah.
3: Well, You know, Eleanor
1: right now, I feel also, though, she, she's alienated herself in a way, be, and she's lonely. I mean, yeah, Silver left her. Mr. Scott is leaving, left her, always
3: leaves her, you know. And then now, I mean... Vain. I mean, and Max too. So, yep. I mean, but she does it to herself. She alienates these people and pushes them away until they actually leave. And then she's devastated when they leave. Like, she's surprised that they left.
4: Well, have you seen her father? I think she's got some daddy issues. Okay.
3: Well, that's probably why she has such a good relationship <laughs> with Flint, then. That would explain that.
4: Oh, that scene between them. Did, did you guys feel that sexual tension? Mm
2: hmm. It was, like, it was there. It was there, definitely.
4: There was a bed that yeah, was just laying there, yeah, the wide there. shot of that, and then all of a sudden he goes, I'm going to give you a kiss on the forehead. Yeah. Very subtle. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump ahead. No, that was but a very just... subtle
3: daddy kiss right on the forehead, too.
1: Oh, I, yeah, I still but... want to know what Eleanor does with all that rum that she, you know, she reuses the rum. She doesn't <laughs> throw it out, you know. I mean, she didn't do it to Flint's rum because he drank all of his, but... I want to know what happens. She in resells all those- it.
3: Oh, yeah. She totally resells it. She
2: resells it. it. That's how she's making that money. <laughs> it's a recession. It's a pirate recession. You, you can eat- never
3: have enough rum. Right. Because quite frankly, when rum is reused, it's even better.
2: Right. That's what I hear. Like chicken grease.
3: Right, yeah, yeah, Yeah. when you, when you refry the grease and then you refry it again. Exactly. Oh. It's better. Wait,
4: I'm sorry, is this a cooking
3: show? I'm sorry. (laughs) Did you not see the chickens on the boat? Right.
4: Oh, that's fried. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the fryer that they have. It's completely forgotten about that. It all ties together. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. They had a
3: fire on the wooden boat to deep fry the chicken. Exactly. I wonder how they cooked the stuff on the boat.
4: I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they cook. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, they
1: oh. have to. They've.
3: It's raw meat. They can't just eat raw chicken. Right. Especially chicken. Yeah. yeah well, they sure. have
1: two cooks now. They have Randall and they have Silver. I mean, they have two of the best cooks in all of Nassau.
4: Well, except for Silver doesn't cook pork, <laughs> right. but, you know, whatever. It's
3: good for you. It's fine. <laughs> so, I think that, to me, the best plot line in this episode would have to be Captain Charles Vane. Mm-hmm. Not only do we get to see Captain Charles Vane in all his glory... He also wow. got naked. Yeah. That was all his glory because he fought. So oh. he shows yeah, up on this that, island, the island man, that's near.
4: He's your mind of the gutter. Come on. <laughs> that's what you were thinking.
3: Yeah, where are you at right. on that? So he Charles did. Vane shows up on this island that he says is not too far from their island in Assault in New Providence where they've been staging the show. And he goes up and he starts talking to a man who we've seen in a few episodes and who we know to be Albanus. We don't know what kind of relationship he has with them or any of his backstory or anything like that. But he basically says, there's this place not too far from here that is just ripe for the taking. That we can go there with limited men. The men you used to sack these other towns previously. And we can take this place. And there's riches and there's money and there's anything you could ever want here. And you don't have to work hard. You you're, you're here doing lumber and working mm-hmm. hard and you don't have to do that to get this money. So he's, I mean, and the guy's like, I don't need the money. So he's, is he, you know, what, what angle do you think he's working with Albinus when he goes and shows
4: up? He wants a crew. But <laughs> little side note, sorry, I'm going to get a sidetrack here. The whole setting of that area reminded me of a video game. I don't know if it's World War, War of World, ugh, I can't even World speak. of Warcraft. World yes, of that one, you know, where like you build an army and like the sound of cutting wood and then you have people go, it just, even the. People that are on that island reminded me of the characters in the game too. Anyways, that was a little geeky side note for you. Um What was your question? <laughs> There's rum in this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> recycled
3: rum? Right. <laughs> Do you think that he was playing the right angle with uh Albinus in terms of getting the crew? Because he's basically talking about all this money, but it doesn't seem like Albanus is into the money.
2: You don't think he's in? I mean, eventually
3: or? he agrees because he gives him one share for every three men that he takes. Right. Well, so he's getting four shares. With with Albinus,
1: he needs to trust trust and respect Vane. He's looking for a way, like, how do I know this guy? How do I know this guy? And then suddenly, boom. Because he
3: gives him his name and he says, I've heard your name. Where do, and, I, where do I know you?
1: And then he sees a scar. And, you know, then there's a little trust. He knows where
3: this guy is coming yeah. from. Because so, we learned the origin of the scar this week, that basically all the people that are on this island, in this tribe, have a brand mark on their chest. Even they saw a little kid who had one as well, and he basically left when he was a little kid. And that's how he knows about these people and their location, and that's how he knows what they're capable of or what they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's given us a little bit of background of Vane's history, because at some point he ran away and made his own way. It shows about how tough he is.
4: So I got a question then. We Go. see in the last episode where Vane comes up on the boat and we see Albus. Albinus. Albinus. Because it's totally did Dumbledore. Anyways, um, on the beach. And there's supposedly an interaction. So was that a hallucination? It could have been. Because this guy just acts like he didn't even know Vane was here.
3: Right. Because in, in the scene, in the preview scene, when he sailed to the island, that was never a scene they showed this week. So that could have also been something that they showed... um. You know what? Actually, that could have happened. that And we just didn't see it this week. You're sh- in a previous episode? Well, la- last, last week. Weeks. The very, oh, very week. end okay. of last week's episode. Vayne sails up to this island and Albinus is sitting on the shore in front of a campfire. So that could have been because, remember, in the scene, in this episode, it picks up. He wakes up in the camp. Mm. Something could yeah. have happened between when he landed on shore to him between the time he woke up in the camp. Right. So that's, that's my suggestion of, or correlation as to what happened. But you're right, Modest. I think that he went to him and he needed to prove something to him. And he starts talking about these men should join me, should follow me. This is what we have available, and that kind of irritates Alvin. because he comes back at Vain and they fight. Oh, geez! But I think in that in that scene, there's a, a hot minute where Vain <laughs> straight up proves himself.
4: Yeah, and on so many levels for me. <laughs> some, because I mean, is that on is the nose
3: huge. or off the nose, <laughs> he's huge. I mean, he's a, a giant of a man clearly the reason he's the leader because he's the toughest and the largest and the biggest and the strongest and vain thoroughly handles him for a while till he doesn't Mm -hmm. but for a little bit he does so I don't know I think that that was he proved himself as well and I think what that's gonna come back on is that scene he proved himself to all the men Mm -hmm. because we see he gets buried but he digs himself out and he kills albinus at the very end of the episode
4: Mm -hmm.
3: which was a huge like
4: like a
1: great ending to an episode which yeah that's like I, I compare, I was telling you, it's like Khaleesi from Game of Thrones getting the unsullied warriors or all of these warriors for her for her army. Well, Vayne is getting his new army of these tribal warriors. Right. But and, without yeah. Without dragons, he uses a stick and <laughs> Al almost, pierces him and oh, knocks him
3: down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which and and like I was saying before, historically, Vayne did run New Providence for a while. He comes back and takes it over. So, like, that could be, to me, what they're building up to and where this is going with this army because that's what he wants. He wants the power and he wants the money and right. wants to prove to everyone else that he has that. And do you think, though, too, is he doing this for Eleanor? Like the, He keeps on having that flashback. Yeah,
4: Everything, But, he, but it's I, more of like a like, uh, talk for himself to get ready. It's like, motivation. To get, right. Yeah, to get riled up.
3: But, cool. I mean, it's still Eleanor's voice every time he's having these flashes and these thoughts. Could be. So, I mean, and it's no secret that every episode that they've been involved with, the reason that Vane does things is for Eleanor. Repeatedly, he's proven that he is doing things for Eleanor's sake mm-hmm. or for favor from Eleanor. or Somehow
2: directed to her. Yeah. Right, because,
3: <clears throat> I mean, they had a previous relationship and clearly he has feelings for her. So, do you think that this is in part of that?
2: Yeah. I, I think it could be. I mean, you bring up a good wedding.
3: Now, let me ask this, though. If he's taking it over, clearly he's going to have to go through her to get it. Yeah. So what do we think about that?
4: Uh, it's going to be a power, well, power fight for the power for sure, but it'll work. I mean, I don't know. It'll work. Maybe, well, you know
1: what? Going. Oh, maybe all these men in due time, either maybe in the season finale, will all come back
3: to Eleanor. Yeah. I will find out. Go ahead. What?
4: Real quick before we move on, uh, I just want to say I'm really glad that when Vane came out of the ground, they didn't do that cliche Teenage Mutant the
3: Ninja Turtle out the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, coming up. He <laughs> saw the dirt wiggle a little bit. Yeah, it was like,
4: hello, I'm coming out yeah. slowly. You knew it was
3: coming. Yeah. You know, and I was sitting in the, as we were watching the episode, I was like, oh, he's going to get out of the ground. Here yeah. it comes. I'm so but, glad, I, I didn't I'm so glad they there. didn't cliche the hand. But what that does bring me to is that part of the episode where we've talked about pretty much all we have to talk about. And I want to know what you guys think is going to happen next week on the AfterBuzz TV. And
0: now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. predictions, 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 predictions.
3: I'm going to go with. Lem, since you're not making eye contact.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Was like obvious? <laughs>
3: That's a straight teacher move. Like, you yeah. don't, you don't right. look at the teacher because right. if you look at her, she calls on you. Right. I'm going to look down. Right. Lem, what do you think is going to happen next week on After Buzz Black Sales Episode okay. 8 Season Finale?
2: Um, Man, this is a good one. I'm just going to say that I think just one because I know we got yeah, to get one. A, just one. one of the um, Captain Silver and Eleanor are going to do something amazing.
3: Captain Silver? even. Yeah.
4: Whoa. Captain Silver? No.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> Captain Flint. Captain Flint. Sorry. Captain Flint. And Eleanor are going to somehow, that kiss on the forehead is going to make into something else.
4: Like a Baron chicken what?
3: Brown <laughs> chicken yeah. Minus. what's happening next week on episode eight? All right, while, while we have the action
1: over the seas, Vane's going to be coming with his new soldiers and seek vengeance on the murder of his crew on Nassau and on New Providence. He's going to seek
3: vengeance. We're, yeah. we're
1: going to see some death. Because
3: in the trailer, you see that there are three ships and there's a battle that is ensuing. Uh, we're assuming that it is Vane's ship chasing down the other two ships mm-hmm. that have left, going after the Urka. So that is potential to happen. Roya, two go. things
4: real quick. One, I don't want this to happen, but I think Gates is gonna die. I think he's in danger for his life, or we're gonna be hanging that he's gonna be dead or alive. Until- yeah, I know, right? I love Gates. Second, it's a hope. I want uh, Vane to be naked again. All right, done.
3: We're hoping for nudity on A stars.
4: Thing.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that does it. I'm not going to give my prediction because I already know what's going to happen. Oh. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we'll tune in next week to episode eight where potentially we're going to have in Mark, Ryan, TJ, Scott, and others joining us on the panel here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, guys, tell us where they can find you. Manus. You can find me at Rest Fiction. That's restaurantfiction.com.
1: com. Lem?
2: Uh, you can find me at uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the Poet Saint all day, every day.
3: Roya,
4: you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Roya. That's H E Y R O Y A.
3: And as always, you can find me at Ryan Hooks ninety two on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Shout out to Stephen in the booth. We'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the
2: entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.